Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, misconceptionists. Misconceptionees. Conceptionists. Conspiracists? We'll figure it out later. Welcome to the Aftermath episode of Todd Colehub. Now obviously if you haven't heard episode 10, you might want to go listen to that first because this is not going to be a traditional episode. These are going to be things that I'm going to start doing once a week with the episodes to try and help explain some things more that people may want to know or may want to hear after the episode is released. Do not worry, traditional episodes still will be rolling out. They're going to be released on Saturdays and these Aftermath episodes will be released on the following Fridays. I do plan to release a traditional episode every other week, so there was one this week, so there won't be one tomorrow. You're listening to this on Friday, so there won't be one tomorrow, and then there'll be one next week. I know I originally said that season two would be every week. I know I've not been to my word with the release schedule for the show. Quite frankly, I've just been extremely busy, and I'm trying to do better for you guys. But I'm really excited about this little Aftermath series that we're going to do. I think it'll really help me get in touch with you guys more, interact with the fans more, react to some of your emails, because some of them are pretty funny. But I just want to make it clear that this is not a traditional episode, so don't listen to this thinking, why is he he doing the shows like this now? It's obviously going to be a very different setting, it's going to be a very different vibe, it's going to be a very different tone. So like I said, don't think this is a traditional episode, this is still connected to episode 10, the Todd Colehap episode. With all that out of the way, enjoy your Friday morning commute and enjoy this episode. Grab your coffee and listen to some true crime. Welcome to True Crime and Coffee on Friday mornings. Wow, that's a terrible name. I just pulled that out of my butt. Like I said a minute ago, this is the aftermath episode for the Todd Colehap story. We're just going to get into some emails that you guys sent in, um, talk about the show, talk about the episode, talk about Todd Colehap and the crazy serial killer the man is in a non-traditional misconception way. I really have no idea how this is going to go. I really hope you guys enjoy this. I think it'll be a good series to help me interact with you guys more, kind of give you more content on the episodes and help you extend them a little bit. So let's get into it. So on the last episode, we did receive a couple emails on the show, people asking questions, statements, what they thought of the whole thing. For privacy purposes, we're not going to say the names of the emails, but we are going to answer some questions for you guys. One of the emails read, I think Todd's mother is defending him and it's sickening. I did kind of pick up on that a little bit um, going through the clips and everything. It does seem like his mom really does defend him hard and try to almost justify what he did. I don't necessarily think she can help it, to be honest. I mean, it's his mother. That's that's her child that 
all these things were happening too and you really look at all these serial killers mothers and their family and it's probably a really hard situation for them to be in because it's it's one of their loved ones they love these people so much but they cannot deny what they were doing it's really truly a, a horrible situation that it puts the families in and there's a lot of cases where serial killers and murderers and rapists their families will go through serious trauma from the events of their loved one's actions I don't really think you can blame the mom for trying to justify them. I mean, obviously, it's not a justifiable crime what the man did. He was sick. But, I mean, that's his mom. You, you can't take that away from her. Another email read, Is it just me, or does it seem like Todd is really, really, really proud of the things he did? Um, We talked about that in the episode a little bit. He did seem like he was really bragging to the police in his interrogation clips. I mean, I think that's just signs of a psychopath, if I'm being honest. Uh, that's actually something very common with a lot of serial killers. They, a lot of them seem to enjoy bragging about the horrible, murderous acts that they committed. Uh, It's truly sickening. Another email read, Kayla sounded like she was fed up with the police in the video of her rescue. I'm assuming they're talking about the part where she kind of explains to the police how her boyfriend was killed. Um... Um, she was probably going through a lot of trauma at this point. I mean, she was locked in this dude's cellar for months. And all of a sudden, after only seeing this man for all these months, there's 25 police officers in her face, shining lights, grabbing bolt cutters, making a lot of noise, asking her a million questions. She was probably really nervous and really, really scared. So in the clip where she is talking about it, I mean, yes, it does kind of seem like she's getting irritated with the police but I don't think it was that situation I don't think that's what she was trying to portray I think that's just how it came across due to the shock she was probably in another email read it truly shocked me that he got away with the superbike murders for so long to be honest that really shocked me too um I mean I guess they just didn't have any security cameras back then or something I don't understand how there was just no record or he was not deemed a suspect. I mean, he bought products from him. He was seen there that morning. It it truly, that one, that one really did get me too. I don't understand how he got away with it that long. I do think it's kind of funny that people in these emails, they, they t- kind of deem me like I'm some type of like expert on crime or something. Dude, I'm just a kid sitting behind a microphone writing scripts to podcasts. I mean, the information I'm finding is out there for anyone to see, uh, you know, you guys could do your own research on this too. It's, I don't want, I'm not any special person who has some type of special access to records or something. The the information that I'm giving you is, is all out in the public. So, I mean, I'm, don't deem me some true crime expert or something just because I'm uh, putting together a podcast. Uh, this, like I said, this information is out there for everyone. Another email read, you should have mentioned the Eminem lyric about Kayla Brown. You know, I actually didn't discover that until after the episode aired. Um, For those of you who don't know, Eminem had a song where um, he actually had a lyric about Kayla Brown, the victim in in this case. The lyric stated, I'm off the chain like Kayla Brown. I mean, I don't really know how to feel about it. I'll leave that up for you guys to interpret. But, um, I mean, mean, honestly, I don't even see why it would be important to put it into an episode. But... But, I mean, this this case was pretty big. I mean, it, it attracted the attention of Eminem, so. Another email read, Not just with Todd, but most serial killers, it's truly sickening how they feed off of the media attention. 
Um, that's a very common thing. Most serial killers do it because they want to be glorified for their work. They want to be they want to be uh, above the world. They want to be seen as almost movie stars for their horrible crimes that they committed. And it's honestly terrible that they think like that. But a lot of people would do anything for the fame. This next one was honestly probably my favorite email I've ever received about the show. This next email was probably honestly my favorite email I've ever received about the show. It has absolutely nothing to do with the Todd Kohap episode. It actually has nothing to do with any of the episodes in the catalog. It says, dude, I just have to ask, how old are you? I can't tell if you're 21 or 45. Man, do I really sound like I'm a 45-year-old man? I figure out I sounded pretty young. I'll have you know that I am neither of the numbers in that email. I am 97 years old. Make sure that you guys email me after the next episode at misconceptionpod at gmail.com. That way in the next aftermath, we can answer some of your thoughts, some of your questions. I'm going to try and answer as many of these as I can in each of the aftermath sections. I just want to talk to you guys a minute about Todd because his story really stuck out to me just because he just he showed so many signs early on and no one caught them. I mean, honestly, I don't know how he wasn't on closer watch from just the government after being in prison for 15 years and then moving out to get his real estate license and open a firm. And, like, he got away with all this while being a registered sex offender that is illegal, like the illegalist of legals. And he got away with it all for so many years before he was caught for kidnapping and murder. I mean, it's truly shocking that he got away with it for that long. Some people are asking um, about his sentencing because we didn't really cover it that much on the show. He was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. He will never get out of prison. He will be in there until he dies. But due to the fact that he did plead guilty to all the counts and, you know, cooperate with the police on finding bodies and telling them stories on what happened, they did take away the possibility of the death penalty. Which truly, I want to do an episode on eventually, um, talking about the death penalty, because so many people have different opinions on it, uh, whether it should be allowed, whether it shouldn't be allowed. And there's so much going on with that right now, whether it should be legal or not. So, I mean, maybe we'll do an episode on that in the future. I do really enjoy reading your guys' emails, even if it has nothing to do with the show. Any questions you have at all that you would like to ask me, just email me at misconceptionpod at gmail.com, and I'll answer them as soon as possible. This was honestly pretty fun. It went a lot smoother than I expected it to. I thought there'd be a lot of hiccups, a lot of stuttering. I'm so used to reading a script because the traditional episodes are scripted completely. And doing episodes like this where it's all just freeballing, it's 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 really difficult not to stutter and not to mess up words and trying to figure out what to say on the spot. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, this one wasn't that long. Obviously, the aftermath sections aren't going to be as long as the traditional episodes are. But like I said in the beginning, I plan on releasing these the Friday following the traditional episode. So the traditional episodes come out every other Saturday. That next Friday, you'll have an aftermath section. With that being said, I think that's going to wrap up the Todd Kohab story for our journey. Still, if you have any questions about Todd Kohab or his case, email me. I'll get back with you as soon as possible and see if I can help you out. With that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend. Make sure you drink some coffee today, stay energetic, and I'll see you misconceptionists, misconceptionees, misconceptioners, whatever the heck I'm going to call you guys, I'll see you on the next episode. Have a nice day.